Meeting with a doctor over a video screen used to feel science fiction-y, Star Trek-y. But with so many miles between patients and medical services up here in the North Country, and with a shortage of those medical professionals, telehealth has become a critical part of rural healthcare. It makes sense. We look at how it's grown, what its shortcomings are, and what the future might look like on today's story of the day. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Tuesday, November 14th. First up, doctors are reminding people to get their annual flu shot and the latest COVID vaccine, especially older adults, children, and those with weak immune systems. WSHU's Maddie Stetic reports. Dr. Dwayne Brining is the executive director at Northwell Health Labs. He says it's important to get vaccinated because this can prevent the need for hospital visits and lessen the severity of symptoms from flu, COVID, and the virus RSV. Well, vaccines... uh speaking for COVID specifically, are still your best prevention against severe illness caused from COVID. Uh, We're trying to push it out of our memory because everybody is tired of COVID and wants to forget all about it. Um, But we shouldn't forget that this was the most deadly pandemic in 100 years. Without vaccination, more than 100,000 Americans could die this winter from preventable respiratory infections, according to Brown University's School of Public Health. Dr. Brining added that testing positive for the viruses or last year's vaccine does not provide immunity for this year's illnesses. He says it's the latest vaccines that will help keep people safe. For North Country Public Radio, I'm Maddie Stetic. The St. Lawrence Seaway announced Friday that the Shipping Channel's St. Lawrence River section will close on January 5th. That's the latest scheduled closing since the Seaway opened in 1959, according to the Seaway Shipwatchers Network. The Seaway closed on January 2nd in 1984. An unscheduled delayed closing happened on January 12th, 2018, when a ship got stuck in Messina's Eisenhower Lock. The Seaway allows freighters to transport mostly bulk goods between the Atlantic Ocean and the Great Lakes. The shipping lanes close every winter to allow maintenance of the locks in Messina. Environmental groups like Save the River and Clayton have long been opposed to winter navigation. They say ships' wakes under icy conditions can erode shorelines and damage wildlife habitat. Telehealth feels sort of ubiquitous these days. You check in for appointments online, people do virtual therapy, you can get prescriptions on a telemedicine call. But it hasn't always been that way. Amy Feireisel reports on how telehealth has grown exponentially in the North Country over the last two decades and takes a look at where it's going. Just 15 years ago, many North Country hospitals barely had internet access. A lot of those places had 56 kilobit lines That's really slow, says Robert Hunt. He works for the Fort Drum Regional Planning Organization, where he's the telemedicine fiber network manager. He says it used to be hard for North Country hospitals to move data. CAT scans, MRIs, those used to take hours and days. Now they take seconds and minutes. That's because in 2009, two big fiber networks were built here in the North Country through a federal grant program. Hunt was part of that effort. Which allowed us to connect 
all of the major nonprofit hospitals and primary care facilities in upstate New York. That was a huge deal because it set the groundwork for telehealth in the region. Telehealth is basically healthcare over the internet. But adoption of telehealth was slow going at first, says Hunt. When we started tracking them in 2014, we had a single telehealth application that we were aware of. The we Hunt is talking about is the North Country Telehealth Partnership, which covers 11 counties and helps regional hospitals to adopt and use telehealth services. In 2019, they tracked about 3,000 telehealth cases. Then COVID-19 hit and the whole world changed. 2020, that shot up to 128,000. And in 2021, it doubled to 211,000. Telehealth usage skyrocketed in the North Country, around the globe. That was really exciting to folks in the North Country Telehealth Partnership. They've long believed it could bring North Country patients closer to the care they need. Telehealth is instrumental in access to care. Nancy Del Mastro is the telehealth project manager at the Adirondack Health Institute. Not everyone has uh, reliable transportation, so it may not be possible to make that 30-minute or longer trip to see a provider. She says telehealth also addresses a serious shortage of specialists in the region and can even keep people out of the hospital. Essex County has a program that allows home health agencies to monitor patients with chronic conditions remotely. They're tracking vital signs and blood pressure at home instead of in an office. It lets the patient really take control over their own health, and it reduces um, avoidable emergency department visits. Of course, telehealth services are only as good as the healthcare professionals behind them. Nick Moore tells people all the time telehealth is just a delivery tool. Telehealth is just the communication technology. We have some virtual education. We have virtual banking. Um, That hasn't replaced schools and banks. Moore is the director of the Rural Telehealth Research Center at the University of Iowa. He's been studying telehealth in areas like the North Country since 2014. The hard truth of rural health care, says Moore, is that it's always been more inconvenient, more expensive, and less timely. The reality is that there are a lot of rural areas in the country that don't have specialists. He says telehealth can fix some of that and bring services that were previously unavailable, like niche care and emergency expertise, to far-flung places. I don't think of telehealth as being a way to close rural hospitals or replace rural providers. It's really a way to improve access for people who otherwise really don't have the access that they would need to have the best outcomes that are possible. Moore says the last few years have been full of telehealth innovation. Think iPads and ambulances so EMTs can talk to doctors, virtual school nurses, and places without one. But all that innovation doesn't mean anything if people can't access the telehealth. Nancy Del Mastro again from the Adirondack Health Institute. While most of our partner organizations do have telehealth offerings, it's not always accessible to all of our community members. That's why digital literacy and broadband access are still big barriers. But Del Mastro says there's been real movement on broadband from the government and internet providers themselves. Andrea Bonacci is the director of population health programs at the Adirondack Health Institute. She's excited about recent growth in substance abuse and mental health telemedicine. That matters because nationwide and in the North Country, there's a severe shortage of psychiatric providers. 
we're seeing a lot more in the way of behavioral health services that are being offered on a virtual platform. And that's very much paramount for rural communities in particular. She says they're also seeing more telehealth dentistry and optometry, both big needs in the region. Think of a physical office with an eye tech on site. They'll have a provider uh, virtually available to go through the eye exam with patients. So getting people to those specialty services on a virtual platform. This is likely to become more and more common, say Del Mastro and Bonacci. Telehealth is here to stay. Amy Feierisel, North Country Public Radio. The story is part of NCPR's ongoing series about health care in the North Country. Upcoming stories include maternal care, doctor recruitment programs, and how networks are bringing care to remote areas of the region. You can find all our health care series coverage at ncpr.org healthcare. More news of all kinds on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Evan Veenstra of Gananoque, Ontario, and Danny Thomas of Canton, courtesy, as always, of our Underscore Project with local musicians. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.